Hello out there, audience, and welcome back to another episode of The Real Working Women of the 1980s, where fashion is progress and women are progressive. Last week in our episode, we heard Emmeline say, Oh, I'll go to her Rotary Club swearing in ceremony, but I will absolutely not be bringing her a gift. Ooh, and once again, catching back up with Andrea, she mentioned, Oh, she thinks she's a nude shade at 653 of those legs, stockings. Oh, she wishes. She does indeed. Finally, we caught up with Mrs. Kaczynski saying, I just think the Cold War is more of a hot war when Andrea's around. Brr, icy statement. Well, let's go back to Emmeline, who was very, very furious about getting a gift for a Rotary Club incident. So I need a gift that basically says, yes, I'm here because it's expected, but I really don't like you. What on the shelf could possibly do that? Here we go. Corbell, worst gift, generic possible champagne you can get. If that doesn't tell this bitch that I really don't care about her, I don't know what else will get through to her. Oh, but I see you're holding a generic bottle of whatever that is. Oh, don't worry. It's not for me. I would never actually drink this. Well, I was on my way to my jazzercise class. Uh, I didn't know if you wanted to come with or. Oh, I already did two jazzercise classes earlier today. Um, you know, I'd like to make the day count, but hey, you go girl starting at 9.30 a.m. Like that's, I'm really happy for you. You got to rest sleep in a little bit and you only lost part of the day. Two of them? <laughs> Some of us care about staying fit. I, I, I will see you later at the Rotary Club. I look forward to it. What an awkward encounter to have in a Rite Aid with a fellow Rotary Club member. Now we cut to Andrea, who was lamenting Nude Shade 53 to her friend, Sarah. Look, it, it doesn't match the skin under my neck. How Hun am I, how? Nude number 33, I'm telling you, it's your color. And with that perm, oh, it is beautiful. Well, this job interview is just something that really will, will make it seem like I'm really serious, you know? And I, I just want to make sure that everything is just top-notch and ship-shape. Honey, you look so ship-shape. You look like you have been doing jazzercise every day. And you are a shoo-in for this job. Public relations for the biggest Wall Street trading firm in the city. Oh, those shoulder pads and this shade. Really, it screams that you are not to be messed with. My God, I do feel so powerful in these shoulder pads. What would I ever do without you, Sarah? Oh, Andrea, just when you ascend the corporate ranks and your no-nonsense pantyhose and your uh, heels that you can play basketball in, the, the 
new easy spirit heels that you will just grind into those men's necks as you climb the corporate ladder. Just don't forget, don't forget your friend, Sarah. Sarah, you're just as smart as me. I, I don't know why you, you want to keep waiting tables over there on 82nd. Well, you know, these days, uh, there's this new thing called California cuisine. Uh, and the job at Wolfgang Puck's, uh, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right for myself. And, you know, I'm just not, I'm not a winner like you. Don't say that, Sarah. Well, maybe you're not in a in an office or rocking heels that you could play basketball in, but but I've seen you work those tables. You can charm anybody up and down the street, like a power suit or a, a construction worker or or a housewife. What a Beautiful, inspiring thing to say. Andrea sure is on her way up. Now we check in with Mrs. Kaczynski, talking about a little hot and cold in bed with her husband, Mr. Kaczynski. Bruce. Yes, go on. We need to, I've been reading Ms. Magazine and I just, I want to show you this chart. They, they made this new discovery and it's, it's relevant to what happens with us in bed, Bruce. I can't, I deserve an orgasm. Honey, I know that. There's just unfortunately no medicine at this point in time and medical history to allow me to fulfill you in the way that I assume all women want to be fulfilled because I'm a man of the 80s. Um, I just assume what I think is the way things work. I've been reading Camille Paglia and Bruce, I, I want us to separate and I want to find myself. Well, I did not anticipate the conversation going this way. I You blindsided me, quite frankly. I, I think I'm in love with, with a woman at Jazzercise. The leader of Jazzercise? <laughs> yes. Yes, and is, and is this woman going to give you an orgasm? I just, I have to find myself and you, you can't stop me, Bruce. Don't ever come back through these doors. And she didn't, which we would know because we installed a camera in their bedroom to get you that footage. We'll have to come back to the real working women of the 1980s and their fabulous workforce after this jazzy commercial message. Hey, you, business professional working girl over there. I see you. That's hey. me. Uh, hi. Are you struggling with a way to be a working professional, but you also want the world to think you care about social issues while putting in minimal effort? 
I do. I just don't even have a moment to turn on the news, to be honest. Who does? Who wants to keep up on all those starving children that in Africa that they're singing about right now on the radio? Instead, here's what you're going to do if you don't want to worry about that, but make the illusion that you actually care. Have you heard of your neighborhood Rotary Club? Yeah, I think so. I might have driven by it on my way to Jazzercise. Well, it's the perfect club looking for people who are well-established in their community. Nothing says, I am a business leader, like joining Rotary. And here's the nice thing. Very little work is actually required of you. Really? Thanks to two or three altruistic souls who will drive everything, they'll make everyone else look good. It's like being back in high school when you could just coast by and let the nerdy kid do all the work. <gasps> that was my favorite when I was able to put my name on the group project, but didn't really do any of the work. Those nerds were so gullible. And guess what? Those nerds are back in Rotary making you all look good. Wow. So you mean I could have it all, a career, a family, and being really caught up with everything that's going on in my world and community? Exactly. Without ever actually putting the work towards those goals. <laughs> oh my gosh. How do I sign up? Great question. Call 1-800-ROTARY-1 today to find out your local club. Tell them you work for a high-powered company because I know you do. I see you working it there and they'll let you join. No questions asked. <laughs> 1-800-ROTARY, let the nerds do all the work. And don't they? Welcome back to another episode of The Real Working Women of the 1980s, where we find Emmeline crying in the Rotary Club bathroom after discovering her core bell was broken across a table in disgust. I can't believe they thought I brought that for real. And they broke it right in front of me. God damn. All I wanted to do was to show my friend that she was not really worthy or deserving of any of this and having that bottle be smashed. I don't have to listen to her later. I'll be all happy and such. Oh, whiny little bitch. Hey. Is there someone else in this bathroom? Hey, Emmeline, is that you? It's Mrs. Kaczynski. Oh, Mrs. Kaczynski. Oh, sorry. I thought I was all alone in here. Um. <laughs> oh, you look, oh, your, your blue and purple eyeshadow is smudged. Have you been crying? It's just an, it's just a new look. That's all. <laughs> you wouldn't, you wouldn't have heard about it yet. You're, you're older. Well, and, and you're so current with the trends, Emmeline. I, I'm happy to see you though. Oh, it's nice to see you too. You're, oh, you're, you're not wearing that big rock you usually wear. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, uh, Bruce and I, um, yeah, Bruce and I are separated. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. It, it, you know, I do admire the fact that you're willing to put yourself back out there at your age. A lot of people would have just stayed with a horrible marriage. So you know, I really respect that you're willing to go out there and deal with a lot of rejection along the way. Uh, well, um, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I mean, here at the Rotary Club, uh, um, you know, it really supports my, my ambition as a working woman of the 80s. And, and life doesn't end at 40, you know. That's right. They say 
40 is a new 30. I don't know if that phrase will ever catch on, but. Oh, Emmeline, you're so beautiful oh. and, and young and. Am I, Mrs. Krasinski, I'm a, if I didn't know any better, I'd say I was picking up on something. Uh, let me, well, you know, I, I, I mean, I just think you're the best jazzercise instructor and, and I think your, your gifts are so good. And I think that, well, oh, oh, that was a very passionate Mark. kiss. <laughs> I just, I can't help, Emmeline. Mrs. Krasinski, wait. Yes, yes. I wanna kiss you again with more passion. And they did. The things that happened in bathrooms in the 1980s, we hope to never release. Moving on to Andrea in a Wall Street trading boardroom with the biggest pitch a woman of the 1980s could give to a group of discerning men. Okay, so uh, if you look at the briefs that I all uh, passed out. We're looking at your briefs. <laughs> nice one, high five. <laughs> well, I, I just wanted to point out that there is a major market for companies that primarily cater to women. Uh, There's a major market in my pants. Am I right, fellas? This girl might look, she, she might be pretty smart for a skirt though, gentlemen. Uh, you know, pretend I said it and, and look at these profit margins. They're actually pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, I like the way you think. You know, if we could have that message delivered to the shareholders, from an attractive woman, you know, um, hell, when we have bad quarters, not that that happens a lot. Right here. <laughs> hey, I'm the one who did all this market research and I put together all of these reports for you and you're just going to steal my work. God, I wish I had bigger shoulder pads. Of course, we'll give you credit, honey. Uh, you're going to be the one presenting like, uh, I mean, it's gonna be our name on the Little the posters part. you put up there. But, of course. Yeah. but you're gonna go down as the best public speaker in this company, let me tell you. I uh I I really am impressed with uh with the look and you know these days it's considered very progressive to have a, a woman give the presentation to the shareholders. You should be grateful. Why should it even matter? Like I'm doing the same research as everyone else and and if I'm not mistaken, I'm probably getting paid way less too. Yeah, I, I do the accounting. I can confirm that. Well, of course, of course. I mean, everyone knows that that working is just a hobby until you have children. So, like, we want you in front of the audiences before you decide to start, you know, popping them out. God, I wish I had shoulder pads, but for my crotch area. Hmm, that sounds like an interesting invention that has some promise. Now, back to Mrs. Kaczynski. She is trudging home, wondering how she's going to tell Bruce that she's found a new partner and they are definitely moving in to this house. 
oh, this foyer is going to be so, so much better looking with Emmeline in it than that lughead husband of mine. Oh, hey, dear. Bruce. Uh, I uh, bought you some flowers. I know usually with Fife, I buy you flowers. You kind of swoon and things are good. So here's a bouquet. It's purple. Bruce. I know you like purple. Timing is terrible. Bruce. Yes, my darling. So do you remember how when you agreed to let me go back to work? Yeah. Uh, and and then when when you realized that having a a working woman of the eighties meant that you no longer had to. I've enjoyed staying home. It, a lot of people feel emasculated, but I've played a lot of golf, so that's been making up for it. Uh, yeah, and I feel that my superior contribution to our mortgage entitles me to to say what I'm about to say to you, Bruce. Uh, I'm I'm moving my girlfriend in, and uh, you need to pack up your golf clubs um, and be out by tomorrow morning that's the only way I can react to that. Are, are you serious? Uh, I am say goodbye to the Formica kitchen. Say goodbye to the, the beads on the doors um, separating the rooms. Say goodbye to the shag carpet. Uh, you, um, I, I expect you out by tomorrow morning. All right. Well, I'm taking the shag carpet. I picked that one myself. And it was a good choice because Bruce could cry into it and it absorbed everything. We're going to have to wrap up this show with a great, fascinating scene. But before that, we must take another commercial break that will be absolutely exhilarating. Is it a sunny day and you're ready to take all of your partner's stuff out to the curb? I cannot wait to get that man out of here, starting with his stuff. Well, let us take care of all the heavy lifting over at the Brothers Moving Service. We're an upscale, white glove, full service moving company that can take care of everything. Got a partner that has a wackadoodle collection of Archie comics that you just can't stand looking at anymore? Yeah, well, they purposely destroy the stuff and they put it on the curbs. So my partner like really knows why I'm pissed off. Ah, if you wanted to order the move out and destroy service, we could totally do that for you. We got an oil barrel and some matches ready to go at the snap of a finger. Oh my God, this sounds great. How do I possibly sign up for this? Well, you can find us in the phone book by calling KL5-257-1238. I'm going to call them today. You betcha. We can have everything out on the curb, in a truck, or disintegrated. Whatever fits you and your new chapter in your life. Yale 
never forget that phone number now. Well, we take you to the conclusion of the real working women of the 1980s. We have Emmeline, who is just in love with love. Mrs. Kaczynski, who is happy to slough off that schlub of a husband. And Andrea, who just needs to let it all out in their jazzercise class. All right, everyone, and one, and two. Let your happiness run the show. And three, and four. That's not fair. Hey, hey, I see a frown back there. Let's turn that upside down, ladies. Ah, don't tell me to smile. I've been told to smile all damn day. Take that anger and put it to the floor. Burn those calories. <sighs> hey, lover in the back. Three, four, three, four. Oh, Emmeline. Oh, jumping up and down for you. <laughs> the women wore themselves out and went to lunch over rice cakes and crystal light. This is KLCLM50 AM Radio, owned and operated by the Rotary Club of your local city with affiliates in Sacramento and Merced as authorized by the Federal Communications Commission. This now concludes our broadcast day, and we'll see you tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. We wish you a pleasant good evening. Well, that was definitively the best show we possibly had put out there for fundraising. Yes, and if you want to enjoy more of this quality content, uh, please sign up now to be a recurring donor, and uh, we'll even throw in a tote bag um, inspired by the modern working women of the 80s. I could use a tote bag for my leg warmers. Oh, what are we doing? What are we we're just peddling filth. Yeah, I don't understand that. Yeah. That's our best that's our best show. I don't think we really empowered women with this show. No. I I I'm, I'm really tired of using this voice. Can someone yeah. stop it? Just stop it. Just stop it. Can someone stop it? Yeah, Janine, just snap out of it. Come on, girl. <laughs> come on. Come on. I can't. I can't. Janine, Janine, C cigarettes. You, here's a cigarette. It'll it'll make you raspy again. Is it a Virginia Slim? Yes, I got a carton. Come on, you know you're no good for us if you don't have at least a pack a day. I heard that they might actually give you cancer. Oh, that's old. That that old tale that's not that's not going to go anywhere we'll be smoking cigarettes for the rest of our lives and american society will be smoking forever you know what pass me one too if you don't mind please yeah what are they going to do with all those ashtrays yeah. mm. I don't, turn, I don't, turn them into midwestern art i don't know 
do not, if there's ever a world where I cannot smoke in every restaurant across America, where I cannot buy cigarettes from, conv- from little vending machines at bowling alleys and hotels and places like that, well, that is not a future I want to live in. Mm-mm. If there is a world when I cannot send my seven-year-old boy down the corner to get me a pack of my Virginia Slims, I don't want to live in it. Oh, did Ronnie ever figure out how to deal with those bullies or is he still getting beat up every day? Oh, he's still... I had to buy another pack of underwear. That kid of yours is such a nerd. He wants to volunteer at the Rotary Club. Could you believe it? Oh my God, what a loser. (laughs) What is the Rotary Club exactly? That's not the one where you give speeches, is it? That's the one where only like two people plan everything good for society and then everyone else just joins to make it look like they care how I got through high school and college, basically that concept with group projects. <sighs> I better prepare to, to not have this job again by the end of pledge season. Cause I, I really, people are going to donate because of this show. How is this considered like our best possible program? I don't like, know. I really hope this, what are they calling this, like reality TV, reality radio now? I hope it doesn't like actually become a thing. Like that is such a stupid concept. Yes. If I have to live in a world where that is on television on every channel, like every network wants to have some kind of programming like that, I don't want to live in it. Oh my God. If I ever see it in the TV guide, I'm canceling my cable subscription. I'm canceling my TV guide subscription right then and there. Yep. I will take my bunny ear antennas and snap them in half against my thigh. Uh, This is really abrupt. I'm just going to rip the Band-Aid off. Uh, The red light's on. Oh, Oh, shit. What?